Hey there, booklies! This is Anastasia Nightingale, and welcome back to the Bookish Creation Podcast. This show is for adults only, and sometimes contains erotic excerpts sent in by the authors for the purpose of reading them on the podcast. These excerpts can, at times, include intense situations and or provocative characters and scenes. Please be sure to listen responsibly. Okay, booklies, I hope that you're all ready to talk about another awesome dark romance. Actually, we get to talk about an entire trilogy today. Today, we get to look at the Caged Trilogy by Francesca Baez. Now, if you don't know, the Caged Trilogy is a dark romance trilogy. So if dark romance really is not your cup of tea, this may not be the best podcast for you because this is for certain a dark romance and we do have three absolutely fantastic excerpts to read and talk about today so again if dark romance kind of isn't your thing this might not be an episode that you want to catch today but if you are into dark romance then you certainly want to keep listening now, before we get started, I just want to say a huge thank you to Francesca for sending in these excerpts. They are absolutely amazing. I love the progression of them. I love the hot and steaminess of them. I love how it shows off the characters and their personalities. They're just fantastic. Thank you so much for sending them in, Francesca. I really appreciate it. Now, just to let all of you know, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast for my book hypes than what you're used to because I have read this trilogy already. Ordinarily with the book hypes, I have not read the books yet. So I'm going into it kind of blind, just reading the excerpts that are sent in and getting excited with you guys. But in this case, I have already read it. So I don't want to give things away. So my talk about the excerpts afterwards is definitely going to be different for this particular episode. I'm just kind of going to say what I really like about the excerpts. So this podcast might be a little bit shorter than what you're used to for my book hypes. And again, it won't be the same as what you're normally used to with me. But we're still going to have a whole lot of fun. You're still going to hear these awesome excerpts. And I hope that you're going to be as excited about reading the series as I was when I very first picked up the books. And I really hope that you enjoy them as much as I do. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started! I take Selena by the shoulders and pull her into me, pressing my mouth against hers. She doesn't hesitate, parting her lips easily to me. I don't know if she wants me or if she simply understands at last that I own her, but in this moment she is soft and palatable against me. I bite her bottom lip too roughly, still furious at my princess for attempting to flee her cage, and she moans as the bitter taste of hot blood seeps into the kiss. It's a sound that could easily be pain or pleasure, and I'm not sure which one I crave more. I want more, so much more, but I pull away before she gets a chance to. This doesn't get to end on her terms. Did you learn, Princessita? I ask, watching her blink her dazed eyes slowly up at me. Do you see what happens if you fight me? She doesn't answer me, but she doesn't need to. I can see everything I need to know in her eyes, in the subtle partition of her swollen lips. She'll keep fighting me. It's in her nature, but in her core she knows that she's mine. 
Ha, ha, ha. Yes, see, I told you. Hot and steamy. Very nice. Very nice. I love this scene. I absolutely love this scene. Okay, so I really loved this particular part of the book, to be perfectly honest with you. This portion of the book that this scene comes from was one of my favorite portions of book one, which is Gold Cage. And I think one of my favorite things about this particular scene that you've heard is how strong Selena really is. The way her character is, the way the world sees her, the way she actually does act in the world gives off a very different persona than who she actually is inside. She is such a strong, unexpected woman, and I really truly believe she was unexpected in her personality, in the depth of her strength, even a Javier. Now, I honestly believe Javier knew better than anybody else how strong she could be, but I really don't think he expected her to be that strong. And in this scene, you're really getting that feeling from him. Yes, you can tell just by the scene, it's a punishment scene. It's him trying to punish her for something. And no, I'm not going to say what. Not going to say what. (laughs) But at the same token, it's really showing the rawness of his emotions. He feels really deeply and really strongly for her. And when things don't turn out quite the way he expects it, and all of a sudden he feels the negative effects of love and caring for another person, it brings up that primal reaction for him and kind of pushes him into the more primal person when he's reacting and acting with her, acting out with what she's done. I just really loved how he took everything and what he does in the scene. It's fantastic. I really loved this. I also have to say the sexual relationship between these two is on the much rougher side. And I'm really glad that this first excerpt shows that and has that tone in it because it's pretty much how it is in the story. And I personally love this. I love that this wasn't shied away from. I love that this kind of sexual desire, this chemistry that they have with each other, this liking for this kind of sexual relationship was added in the story, that their personalities weren't watered down. It wasn't taken out of the book. It wasn't mellowed out. Their desire for each other in their special way was allowed to be kept into the book. And I just adore that. I can't tell you how much I like that this was left in the book. This rougher kind of sexual relationship that they have with each other. Because once you read it, you'll realize that fits them to a T. And you'll love it even more. I won't say why. I won't say how it fits them to a T. But it just does. And it winds up making these scenes meld with the characters beautifully and just pull things together in a way that's mm, just amazing. All right, let's move on to the next excerpt, which is from Glass Cage, which is book two. I thought you hated me. 
Javier says, his lips twisting up into a self-satisfied smirk as he releases my hips and grasps my knees, forcing my thighs wide. I do, I say, unnecessarily, because apparently even with my cunt on full display, I feel a need to mouth off. I can tell, Javier says, pushing a finger past the lace crotch of my panties and into my inner channel. It's nothing, just one finger, but I'm so hungry for his touch that my back arches and my toes curl at the simple intrusion. Pretty fucking wet for a girl who hates me so much. Pretty fucking antagonistic for a guy with a hot naked girl in his lap. I bite back, then bite down on my lip when he pushes two more fingers into me. His other hand roughly grabs a handful of my ass cheek, and I can't help but cry out, my own hands fisting around the worn fabric of his t-shirt. Yep, I love Selena's bite. I absolutely love her sassiness and the way that she is with him. Honestly, I think she is one of my favorite dark contemporary romance heroines. Just because of this. I love how she doesn't back down and comes back at him, even in moments like this. When he has her at literally her most vulnerable during a time when they're melding together, and he could easily, easily hurt her. Yet she's not backing down. She's coming back at him. She's throwing things at him. She's sassing him. And I love it. I love that she doesn't back down. It's fantastic. Ugh, I love it. Now, I'm sure that you can make a pretty good guess on how she's really feeling in this scene, just with what's going on and how she's saying what she's saying. But I also do love the pull and push that Selena feels in this moment. And you can see that in the scene that I just read as well. To have your mind at war with itself in these kinds of books is really, really an important aspect. And it's actually really hard to do and do it correctly. But it's working out well here in this moment for this character, especially with this character's past and present when Javier comes into her life. So this idea of, I hate you, and yet, clearly, I don't hate you, it's fantastic. I love seeing it play out in a physical way as well. So beautifully done. Absolutely love it. One of the other things that I'd like to say is, in the book, it is so easy to immerse yourself with Selena to a point where you often do wonder about Javier's true feelings and his real motivation behind what he's doing. Which is why these particular moments, these scenes, are so important. Yes, they are sex scenes, but I really feel a lot of people lose how important those moments between two people can become. They are very raw, they're very real, they tear down so much pretense, and with so many people, they take away all pretense. Masks are just removed. And with Javier, that happens. His walls just fall away. He's really real in that moment. And even though, yes, it's rough, it's rocky, it's hard, that's still part of him. So I still feel that when he is in these moments, that his love for her is just pouring out. It's these moments where you can really feel how much he does care for her, how much he does want her and need her in his life. And it's just, it's fantastic. I love how well this is done. 
All right, let's move on to our third and final excerpt, which is from Iron Cage, and that is the third book. We haven't touched in days, haven't kissed, haven't pressed our bodies together in that blend of passion and punishment that we perfected over the past few months. The most primal part of my core pulses with need, desperate need. He's touching me. I can see the same desire reflected in Javier's eyes, feel it burning through his palm and into my flesh. He's touching me. He gives me another heartbeat, one last chance to pull away, to resist him, but I can't. I can't even pretend to try. And then his other hand is on the small of my back, and he's drawing me close, close, closer. The violent adrenaline from earlier is back with a vengeance, crashing down onto me, drowning out the last of my self-control. Javier pauses again, waits for me to react, to reject him. I wish he wouldn't. I wish he would just take me, let me pretend that I'm not allowing this to happen, that I'm not begging for it, with every breath, with every heartbeat. I wish he would just give me this, give me what my body craves, and give my heart the plausible deniability it requires. Okay, so while there's a lot to look at and really love and talk about with this scene, one thing that I really do want to talk about involves Selena thinking that she wants Javier to take the choice away from her. I personally feel this is a really important aspect to this scene, especially with the fact that this is a dark romance and the fact that this is the type of forbidden love where she should not want Javier in her life at all. She should hate him. She should not want to have sex with him. She should want him gone. She should want him dead. She should not love him. But we're humans. And sadly, humans don't get to control their emotions. It takes a very rare person, and I do mean very rare person, to be able to control, full-on control their emotions by themselves, or it takes years and years of therapy to help you control your emotions. Nine times out of ten, we don't get to choose who we love. We don't get to choose what we love. It just kind of happens. So in situations like this, where she should not love him, she should not want him, the very fact of the matter is, is that she knows that, hence the war that's happening inside of her head. But that's where the allure of having him take the choice away from her comes from. Him making that decision to pull the choice away, to force the issue, to give them both what they want, to further the relationship in that way takes the guilt off of her shoulders and allows her to enjoy the moment, enjoy the pleasure that she's going to get from it, from this desire that she knows she should be fighting to an extent that she wouldn't be able to if she were to give in to it herself, if she were to say yes and become an active participant. Now, deep down inside, yes, she does want this. And so that does wind up playing into the whole war of the mind and her inner turmoil of I want him but I shouldn't want him and we've done these things and I enjoyed those things but in this moment it allows her to fully enjoy it. So I really really love that that was not shied away from that that was added into the scene that thought process of I wish he would just take me. I wish that he would just 
do this. I wish that he would just take my choice away. I really love it. I love that that was added in. Mm, Just perfect for this kind of story, their situation, what's happening to them in this moment, and what's happening to her inside of her own head. Absolutely superb. I also really love the tone of this one. When she's thinking, he's touching me. He's touching me. Just the sorrow and the longing and the loneliness that's coming off of that is heartbreaking, really. And so well done. She truly is dying for this in a way. She truly does need this togetherness with him. She needs this moment with him. She needs to be with him in this way. And just even that little tease of the touch, the small amount that they're doing in this scene is too much for her to be able to pass up on it. It's too much for her to be able to turn around and walk away from it, which then leads into the whole please take my decision away from me thing. In all honesty, this is fantastic. It's a beautiful scene. I love what this leads to. It's awesome. That's all I'm going to say is it's awesome. I also really love how this shows how much their connection has grown and the depth of what it's become. How much they now mean to each other. They're both in a state of dying for each other. They're both right now at a point where they cannot go another minute without each other. And I adore that. That is just so amazing. Javier is also giving her that moment to tell him no, to pull away, which to me also showed the growth from his character and how much he is willing to suffer for Selena. It really is just a touching scene as well as a hot scene that touches on the subject of one reason why some people really do enjoy dark romance. Really love this one. Really well done. All right, everybody, that is going to do it for this episode of the Bookish Book Hype. Again, I know that this one has been different because I've already read the books and I do not want to give things away. Absolutely do not. If you want to know what happens and what's going on, you absolutely must read the books. They're a hot and steamy trilogy to read. All three of them are also now out, so if you're the type of person who does not like to wait for the next book in the series to come out, you don't have to worry about that. Again, please do keep in mind, this is a dark romance. It touches on subjects that are not always comfortable. It goes to places that get dark. I do mean dark, and no, I don't mean just the characters' pasts. I mean their relationship itself gets into the dark side. So if you have certain triggers that could be associated to dark romances, or if that kind of subject material does make you uncomfortable, please, please keep that in mind before you buy this or any dark romance. But if you do enjoy dark romance, give this trilogy a go. I think you'll enjoy it. Again, a big thank you to Francesca Baez for sending in these wonderful excerpts and allowing them to be read on the podcast. 
I had a absolute blast reading through them. I loved visiting the memories of reading through book one and book two, and of course the very fresh memory of reading book three and getting to think about them again and getting to go over them again and do this recording for them. Thank you so much for sending them in. I really appreciate it. The Bookish Creation podcast logo was done by the very talented The Artsy Reader. The Artsy Reader is another fantastic book blogger. You can check out her book blog and all her amazing book reviews and fun DIY stuff at www.theartsyreader.com. For more fun bookish romance-related content, please head on over to my blog at bookishcreation.com. There you'll find more book reviews for romance books. You'll also find more podcast posts as well as a bunch of fun other stuff involving romance books. I hope that you're all having a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, and that this new chapter in your life is as amazing as the last book that you read. I'll talk to you next time. Bye!